Sign up for the nation news at rondonradio.com. All right, you guys, what's going on? Welcome to episode 387 now of the Ron and Don Show. And yeah, he's sitting over there behind a pile of tires. Uh, is that a shock, a strut, or some brakes you have in your hand? Welcome to Les Schwab Studios, Ron of the Ron and Don. Hello, Ron and Don Nation. <laughs> Charlie's not going to leave you alone now because when you came up, we had the, the Les Schwab Studios is in my house. And I gave you a pig ear, which is like junk food for dogs. You're not supposed to give him a lot of pig ears, you got. But uh, you gave him a pig ear, and now he's doing to you what he did to me all last week when I gave him one pig ear. So that's why I gave you the pig ear, because now he's trying to mount your leg. Uh, he just, <laughs> and he's he, completely fixed. He's, he, he's like this with me all the time. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, you guys have a love affair. Also, thanks for, uh, I, I had an appointment last night. I dropped my son off at basketball. You picked him up. Thanks for doing that. Uh, what did you learn in the four minutes that you got to play, see uh, uh, sixth graders play ball? Uh, there's a, a lot of kids that want to be Stephen Curry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they want to jack up some threes. Yeah. Not a lot of rebounding. Not a lot uh, of rebounding. And uh, people don't really know spacing yet. No, no. Uh, but there's, a, there's some enthusiasm. Yeah. Uh, your son does like to post up and rift his hand, and he was open. Yeah, like the guy should have passed it to him. Yeah, but if a kid, if a kid is within ten feet of the basket or twenty feet, they're just gonna flail up a shot. Like right. they don't, they don't understand the concept of the open pass. Yeah, yeah. He got open. He had his hand in the air. The kid was driving. Should have passed it to him. There's not a lot of passing, and it would have been an easy layup. Yeah, and it just didn't happen. He likes leaning on people and then tackling them. He's like, Daddy, why can't we tackle people? I'm like, ooh, now we're talking about a sport I like. Uh, and then I also learned uh, driving him home uh, about the multiverse as it relates to Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. So uh, I still don't know if I get it all, but there's a whole multiverse uh, thing going Did on. Did he ask you what superhero you would want to be and what power? No, no. We, we had to cut the conversation off early with the multiverse because I, <laughs> I arrived at his destination. He's a great conversationalist, isn't he? Well, he, he really understands this multiverse thing, too, which he does. I, I don't understand. Okay. So that was that was nice. Anyway, Hey, you guys, coming up on the Ron and Don Show, you hear me laughing sometimes. Uh, and all of us laugh online by going, LOL. Why do we LOL so much? And also, I want to talk about six things uh, that I learned from a partner of mine. You've heard him on this podcast before. His name is Maui Joe. He's a great entrepreneur, a great businessman. He's been a great mentor of mine. And I wrote something that I put up on my Facebook page the other day. In fact, you can follow me, just Don O'Neill on Facebook. Don't try to friend me because I have 5,000 friends. They say I can't have any more, but you can follow me and then uh, and, and you can read all this. And then ju- you can send me a private message about uh, what you think about. Uh, concerning some of the things we talk about. So I put up six things there and, and, and I hope they're helpful for you. I think they might be, especially if you're an entrepreneur or you're thinking about starting a new business or you're thinking about starting a family or you just want to be better at life. Uh, he's pretty good at life. So I'm going to share some of those things with you that have been really helpful for me over the past couple of years. Before we get to that though, let's get to this. Ron, interest rates have kind of gone boom. 
Uh, people are concerned about, oh, geez. If, if, if I was going to go out and borrow some money and try to buy a house, there aren't a lot of houses for sale. Here we are in the spring months of Seattle. Maybe some more homes will come on the market, which they are. But now, because interest rates are going up, I might have lost a little leverage here. Inflation is really taking off. And what are some of the other indicators about where inflation is going to take us economically? Do we see some kind of crash happening on Wall Street? How does that affect us here on Main Street? Uh, I have some thoughts. I want to get your thoughts and specifically uh, your thoughts because auto sales, right? You, you could buy a Ford Lightning EV truck that hasn't been delivered yet this year. You could buy it. You could relist it, put it back online, and, and you could probably ask somewhere between 50 to 60% more for that truck if you can get it delivered, and you would get it. The sticker in my old Forerunner uh, says my old Forerunner is worth, I don't know, 40 something thousand dollars. The, the Toyota store uh, that sold that to me, uh, they contact me all the time. And they said that they would buy it back for whatever the sticker is in the glove box, that they would buy it back now, uh, which is really incredible. And my Forerunner doesn't have a lot of miles on it, and they service it. So I think it, it's it's just getting to 60,000 miles. So even though it's seven, eight years old, uh, the the used car market has been very, very, very expensive. What's interesting, though, is we are seeing people right now begin to walk away from the car lots and say, as the interest rates went up, that I'm not buying a car. Uh, what do you think that indicates? Well, I think it indicates that people have gotten a little spoiled, to be honest with you. Um, the economy is the way that I understand it, and I'm not an economist, but the, the reading I've done, economy is not supposed to be at 0% interest. Like, a, a working economy is not supposed to be uh, at 1% or 2%. Like even having a four to five percent interest rate on a loan, that's still well below historical marks. It's very inexpensive money uh, to 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 be able to loan and buy stuff with it, like a house, like a car. And so I think these last, I don't know, what's it been, eight years, maybe seven or eight years, um, as we just saw this kind of artificial suppression of interest rates to keep the economy moving. Um, led people to believe that it should always be that way. We should have a sense of entitlement. And I, I always like to think when um, talking about these subjects is there's someone else on the other side of that loan that actually has the money. Like this is the other thing I think people don't, don't recognize. When you go get that car loan for $45,000, like you said, the money doesn't just appear in your bank account and you buy the you buy the car someone else who made $45,000 has to give you that money right and then they say what am i going to get for giving you 45 grand and what you say is well i'm going to give you a little bit of extra cuz i don't have 45 grand and i need to borrow it so there 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 is literally someone on the other side of this transaction and if you're that someone you don't want to lend it at 2% mm. You would like to say, hey, I worked really hard to acquire enough money where I could become a lender of money. I think because of that, I deserve to get some interest back on the money that I'm putting into the system. 
And so they, the, the people that are lending this money and the institutions that are lending this money, they don't get to just print it out of thin air. So I, I think there needs to be maybe a reset of our expectations, even with houses. Um, a 4.5% loan in the grand scheme of things is not a bad rate of interest. It just isn't. Like if you go through the history of housing and loans in America or the world and you you stack up what a four or five percent loan, how that looks historically, that's a very good rate. We just happen to have had the absolute lowest rates you could have possibly have mathematically over the past few years. And so I think it's really skewed us into believing that we're somehow entitled to free money all the time and we're not. Yeah, what's interesting is is a lot of people that say that they're a cash buyer when it comes to buying a house, they just use that as a leverage point and they still go to the bank and they get a loan. What they're saying though is if for some reason we can't close or this thing, the appraiser comes out, doesn't appraise the, the cash is the backstop. So we, so we guarantee that we can buy this with cash. Even if they secure it with cash, almost a hundred percent of the time they turn around and they still throw a loan on it. Cause to Ron's point, money is so cheap. The people that are walking away from the car lots are not cash buyers. The people that are walking away from the car lots right now are the people that need the loan. They 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 can't they they can't write a check and buy the car. So there's still going to be a lot of people in the market that can just write a check and buy a car, uh, or don't necessarily need the loan from the bank or the banking institution. And that's the same with homes and houses. But I, but I, but I, but I do think it's interesting. What we really need to keep an eye out now is: Did the eight million dollar homes in Woodenville become six million dollar homes? How are and I know how are oligarch uh, yacht sales going? Because I, because I understand there may be a few that are available right now that you and I could buy. <laughs> but when we look at the luxury market, the luxury cars, when we start seeing that slow down. Uh, then I think we we may see a shift in, in in not only on Main Street but also on Wall Street. And to be honest with you, our economy needs a little shift, as Ron just said beautifully and just framed it beautifully. This ride needs to go up and down for the ride to continue, because otherwise the ride crashes. And we all still want to go up, but we got to be willing to go down a little bit too. See you on the other side. Hey, you guys, can you believe this? We've been working with Les Schwab for the past 12 years, but Les Schwab has been around for 70 years now, right here in the great Pacific Northwest. In fact, they're celebrating with your chance to win a $700 prize certificate. That's pretty amazing. And all you have to do is share your Les Schwab story if you want to enter to win. And to do that, Ron, all you have to do is go to lesschwab.com. I know that I have stories, you have stories. Mine involves a giant nail in my tire and they fixed it for free. You can go to lesschwab.com, tell your story, win that $700 prize. And while you're there, schedule a free pre-trip safety check right online. They will look at your wheels, alignment, brakes, shots, shocks and struts, all for free. You can schedule yours at lesschwab.com or just stop by and tell them Ron and Don sent you. That is Les Schwab Tires, we've been doing the right thing since 1952.
you can just tell that they uh, that they're just real genuine guys and, and care about uh, who they work with and just feel like we you know we got we got some some more friends now. It truly is one of life's biggest transactions. If you're downsizing, upsizing, or right-sizing, Ron and Don can help you buy, sell, or invest in real estate. It all starts with a Ron and Don sit-down. Hi, I'm Ollie. Hi, I'm Emmy. Hi, I'm John Greenland. I'm Lauren Greenland. Hi, my name is uh, Anthony Kroll. Hi, I'm Gretchen. And I'm Byron. And we sat down with, with Ron and Don. They were more prepared. They paid way more attention to detail. Um, and then they just came in with a, with a lot more knowledge and were able to set those expectations up a lot better than um, some of the previous uh, realtors that we worked with. So, I mean, I was I was extremely pleased with uh, the the entire, the, the sit down, the, the experience and, and the results, of course. There was a friendship that developed and a, and a, and a trust. Mm -hmm. You know, I would say a trust and then, you know, we yeah. have, we love them. It's been a hell of a lot of fun for one thing. I see them as, as friends now. I feel like they've made me feel part of this community and knowing that you know, Dawn's just down the street is is comforting. <laughs> we totally consider Ron and Dawn friends of ours now, and we do miss working with them. It was intense there for a little bit, but it's an experience that we'll always remember and have, and um, and now lifelong friends. It's the Ron and Dawn Nation. That's right. <laughs> Don't forget, when you're ready to sit down and start your real estate journey, schedule your time with the guys at runanddonsitdown.com. You're listening to your old friends, Ron and Don, on the Ron and Don Radio Network, man. <laughs> All right, you guys, welcome back to episode 387. Don't forget, if you need tires, go see your Les Schwab. If you need a loan, Mitch.loans. And if you need us, real estate agents, just go to ronanddonsitdown.com. And we'll virtually uh, sit down today. And then uh, I'll come see you, come see your house, and uh, we'll wrap our arms around it. Let's spring on this springboard market. Yeah, shall we? Hey, before we get out of here, I'm going to share six things with you that I learned from uh, one of my partners. One of my Because Ron's not my only partner. I have partners in other aspects of my life. And this is uh, my rehab kind of real estate partner. Some things I learned, I was just kind of journaling and writing these things down the other day as we kind of come into the spring. And I, uh, I think some of these things might be helpful to you if you've really struggled, especially through COVID, like we all have. I know I, I have. Taking the mask off, going to the gym or going on a trail run. I still reach for the mask when I go in the grocery store. I'm just, I'm, I'm just used to that. Uh, and I may be better looking with a mask on, to be honest. People told me the other day, they go, you look so young. I'm like, it's because you haven't seen me for three years because <laughs> I've had a mask on. Right. <laughs> LOL. See that laugh? If I was doing that online, I would LOL it. Uh, Ron has a story here, story number two. Uh, why do we LOL so much? Well, I'm curious because you are a guy that you like catchphrases you like things to rhyme, like run it on, get more for your door. Like you, that's the way your brain works and is wired. That's right. And, and so I was reading this article. Rangers lead from the front where bullets fly and good men die. Yeah, so you like a little uh, alliteration. Yeah. A little, bust up, Bruce. A little bust up, Bruce. So there, there's this article in Vice, and it's very long. People can read it if they want to. But they tracked down the very first guy 
They used LOL. By the way, don't be afraid to write longer things because people are actually taking time and reading longer things now. For a long time, they weren't. And through COVID, there was a shift and something happened. And so, and so you can write a, and I learned this when I wrote kind of my RV manifesto and I put it up on my Facebook page. Go ahead and read it. Just Don O'Neill on Facebook and you can follow me. Uh, it, it probably takes 12 minutes to read it and, and, and people read it. It blows me up. So, so did you read it or did you kind of, did you kind of No, I read it. You did. And so the, the interesting thing, and it, it's a little bit nerdy, but go with me here for a minute. So they tracked down the first guy that used LOL, uh, in a messaging service and they interviewed him, this vice, or I don't know how they found him, but he said he was talking with his buddy. I think it was AOL Instant Messenger back in the day when you had dial-up. I thought had this be- would have been L. McPherson's husband going, L. Oh, L. Wow, that's a dad joke. <laughs> that one's so bad, it came all good. the way back around. That was a good one, Charlie. L. Oh, L. It's dinner time. <laughs> uh, and so they asked him about it, and he said, I was, I was texting, I was messaging back and forth with my buddy. He did a thing online, and I actually sprayed my my beverage out and laughed out loud. And so normally he said I would have typed in ha-ha or whatever, but I actually laughed out loud. So I put LOL. His friend asked what it meant. He said laugh out loud. And so it became uh, a thing, and then all of a sudden other people started using it. Boom, it explodes into the thing where the original meaning was that I literally laughed out loud. I was – we were – not talking by voice or by video. We were talking by text and you said something that made me literally laugh out loud. And so I put LOL in there. He said, Oh, and then they say over the course of the next few years, as everybody started texting, everybody is now doing, uh, you know, Twitter and Facebook comments and all this stuff. He said, somehow it's, it's changed. And so now you are not laughing out loud. And so we haven't found a phrase yet to go in there, but he's like, people will put LOL when they're not LOLing. Cause they, cause they, cause they, cause they want to provide a tone, right? They want to, cause tone is important when it comes to text messages. We we've had deals almost blow up because we were LOLing and, and the person on the other end, cause you don't know emotionally where they are in a deal and they, they weren't taking that as an, that's why I tell people. And, and I'd say all the time, get, get stop texting and call. It's just get on the phone, call people so they can, so they can, so they can hear the toy and, so they, and they, the texture of, of, of the way you're well, delivering. Here's the, the thing down to a certain age at a certain age. And I'm sure you've had this people will text you, you call them and they let it go to voicemail and they will not pick up. Even though you're like, I just (laughs) texted you 10 seconds ago and now you won't pick up. So there's this, they're basically saying, similar to what you're saying, is we now feel the need somehow to provide a context around things. LOL has become a shorthand to I am, this is not, I'm not angry I'm not upset. I'm with you in spirit. And so it doesn't mean laughing anymore. Yeah. And so, and it doesn't mean I'm laughing out loud. It's now morphed into this utility phrase uh, to set a tone and similar to an emoji. And the argument of this article was that do we need to have that? Is it important to, for someone to know that you actually said something funny anymore? Like, do do you think... When you say something and I LOL you or I put the smiley face emoji, do you think that you have then 
that I you've made me laugh. Because many times yes. I was doing that. Yes, I did. And then, no, many, and then when and then when you put the emoji on with the glasses, I think I've just made you put glasses on. Okay. We, we will see you on the other side of this. Switch to Mitch. Switch to Mitch. Switch to Mitch. Everybody in the Ron and Don Nation, Ron, is switching to Mitch. That's right? the right. Mitch.loans. Mitch Weeks joins us. And Mitch, you did something the other day that was amazing to us. Ron and Don Nation member wanted to buy a house. You were at an engagement party. The audacity of going to an engagement party. I was able to call you and get the approval letter because we just didn't have it and we put the deal together. So, A, thanks for answering the phone. And that's different than a big bank, right? It sure is. Yeah. I like to be always available for my customers, especially Ron and Don Nation. And yeah, you got a, you got me on the phone and I stepped out of the party and we quickly got him approved. It felt great. Yeah. So on a Saturday night, I was bringing the buyer and I reached out to my friend Todd and Sue and I said, hey, let's reach out to Mitch tonight. And on a Saturday night, there's no big bank out there that's going to get this deal done. We got it done, and we were able to buy that home. We went on day one. We bought it on day one because Mitch was there, and he answered his phone on Saturday And then night. they are still getting the half a percent deal for being in the Ron and Don Nation from Mitch.loans. Go to Mitch.loans right now. If you're buying a new place, you save a half a percent just for being in the Ron and Don Nation. NMLS 169-1573. All right, you guys, welcome back to the final segment of the Ron and Don Show. And uh, don't forget, if I run for mayor, I'm going to need all of you. So follow, follow me, Don O'Neill34 on Instagram and also just Don O'Neill on Facebook. If you try to friend me, you can't. They say I have too many friends, so you can follow. Uh, what are your uh, social shows? I am Ron underscore Upshaw, I believe, on everything. There you go. All right. Hey, I wrote something this week. It's on my Facebook page if you want to take a look at it, if you're if you're driving, or you can just hit the reverse button and listen to this again. Just wanted to share it with you. Uh, it's the six things that I learned from my partner, Maui Joe, all right? And then I want to get Ron's reaction to it. Uh, I just wrote this, and this is also in our newsletter. If you want our newsletter, how do we get that? Yeah, just go to ronandonsitdown.com, and it's right there at the top. Sign up for the newsletter. We won't spam you. We don't sell the, the list. Yeah. Uh, unless we're selling it to ourselves and then we pay ourselves big money, don't we? Huge money. Very bigly. <laughs> we charge ourselves a lot. <laughs> Very bigly. Uh, hey, you guys, you know, I grew up in a house for the most part without a dad. I never really learned to use tools. Uh, and so I just want to share with you a couple of years ago, I met a guy named Joe. He's in one of my spin classes. He's one of my best students I've ever had. He's pretty, he's, he's a pretty highly accomplished guy. He's a great dad, great husband, great business person. Uh, really good with money. Uh, he's a great rehabber, uh, a very good mentor to me. And also he's a very, very good athlete. Uh, anyway, uh, when my world changed and our world changed uh, a number of years ago due to losing my broadcast job, I, I took just about all my life savings and I went out and I bought some teardown homes. I had no idea when I bought these homes what to do with them or what I was doing. Uh, and so he and his wife, Jennifer, said, you know what? We're going to partner with you. And we'll show you because because we've done 20 homes like this. And they also were understood the rental game, the Airbnb game, all that stuff. The reason I'm a super host is because of them. And I took a really small space like my like my basement and I just started practicing and I learned the game. And now uh, I run lots of those. Anyway, as a result, I can now run a few tools in uh, our toolbox. I've immersed myself in the short term rental game, I say. And uh, and then we've worked together to restore this old home in Magnolia. Uh, as we finish up one last year as well. So there's a picture of us 
in our demo gear and we're working on a house in Magnolia, which we're almost done with anyway. Anyway, I say he also allowed space for my son to get involved. We together uh, teach him from time to time to use some tools. Like my son, he can run a Sawzall. He's 11. Uh, my mom would be horrified by this, by the way. Uh, and he has his own sledgehammer. It's a little smaller than mine. Uh, and then he can, uh, he can run a jackhammer. He can do all kinds of cool stuff. Uh, and then there's just pictures of us working with our son. So I would bring Gunnar out. He would bring his son Waverly and his daughter, uh, and we would all work together. So anyway, I say I'm fortunate to have a friend, a mentor, and a brother like Joe. Anyway, here's a few things I've learned uh, in the past few years working alongside of him that might help us all as we think we're on maybe possibly uh, on the other side of COVID. Uh, things do feel like they've changed a little bit. Number one, when you wake up every day, he taught me this, and sometimes he'll just send me a text message. He sent me one yesterday that just says, attack, attack, attack. And attack, attack, attack comes from a World War II general, and that general believed that you should always play life on the offense and not on the defense. Uh, You should be purposeful in your life. And when you're purposeful, you get more done, and it's more fun. Number two... And Joe does this, and he does it really well. He said, you can solve any problem by being curious and then talking out loud to yourself about the problem. Uh, And I'm really bad sometimes at talking the problem out. And sometimes what I'll do is I'll read, like, especially when it comes to computer stuff, I'll, I'll reach out to Ron and just say, Ron, would you fix this? I had a computer issue the other day, and I knew that Ron could fix it in five minutes. I tried for hours to fix the problem, and I couldn't fix it, and I still asked you. But in the process of trying, I learned a lot more about my computer. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> I tried. Yeah. Try. And, then, and, then, and then Joe also said, hey, if you don't know, you, you don't need a college education. You can learn anything that you want to learn on YouTube. Anything. Uh, number three, uh, teach your kids to work with tools. One day they may go to college, but in the meantime, provide opportunities to put down screens, pick up sledgehammers, and do it alongside them. Number three, get a mentor. Don't go it alone. Number uh, That's number four. Number five, try to add value to other people's lives. That's really important. A lot of times we're freaking selfish and we're always looking for people to add value to ours and to make our lives better, make our bodies better, our diets better, our homes better, our lawn better, our house cleaner. Take some time and add value in a purposeful way to other people without asking anything in return. That's life changing. And then finally, uh, and this is really true. We don't learn from easy times. My son and I talk about this a lot. We learn from hard times and really by doing hard things and the confidence that we get when we've done something hard. So anyway, do hard things. That's how you learn. You don't learn from easy things. Can't wait to show you uh, you guys this house we rehabbed anyway and uh, stay on the attack today, uh, just like Maui Joe. Any thoughts on any of that? Yeah, I remember when you first were enthusiastic about attack, attack, attack. And sometimes you would just say that part and not the other part. <laughs> and people were like, including me, is like, whoa, that's a little aggressive. Who, who, who are we attacking today? And you knew what it meant, but nobody else knew what it meant. Yeah. And so I'm glad you, you had the second part on there. Yeah. And now I've, I've, I've also uh, used the word onward! 
hard. So it's, it's onward and attack. Anyway, he's Ron. I'm Don. Thanks for stopping by, you guys. Ron, if people want to buy or sell your playbook, a lot of people are asking for the seller playbook right now. Why wouldn't you? Because it's time to sell in Seattle. Uh, how can they reach out to yeah, Ron and Don, sitdown.com, or you can email me directly, ron at windermere.com. Everything is out there on the website right now. Thanks to Les Schwab Studios for sponsoring today's show, Mitch.loans, and of course, Ron and Don at Windermere. We love those guys. You should sit down with them today. You really should. Right, Charlie? Do you guys think Charlie's really here, or do you think I'm fake talking to a dog that's downstairs licking his balls he no longer has because he's fixed? Wow. I'm just going to leave you with that. Congratulations to our friend Charles, who just got a brand new dog. Yeah. That is awesome. I'm so happy for him and Becky. Uh, amazing. Did you see the picture of them sleeping last yeah. night in the chair? It's a great looking dog. Yeah. Hey, you guys, if you need us, runitonsitdown.com. That's runitonsitdown.com. Head up, shoulders back. We'll see you next time right here. Ole! On the onward, Charlie. Ole! On the Ronadon Radio Network. Now keep your head up and your shoulders back and keep blowing that trumpet and we'll see you next time. Only. 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 Only on the Ron Don Radio Network.